Blog Talk Radio. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's time for your mean, mean pride. Good afternoon on the East Coast, good morning on the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is The Power of Performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? The name of the episode today is Master. Peace. Let me tell you, um, within arm's reach of me right now, um, there are several things that most members of the PBS public broadcasting audience um, would find rather offensive. Let me see. There's the Bible. There's a high-powered rifle. There's a handgun. There's a Never Hillary sticker, a bumper sticker. And yet, and yet, my favorite shows on what we used to call television are all on Masterpiece, Masterpiece Classic on PBS, and uh, there are pictures of three of them in the episode image today. Obviously, Lady Mary with the uh, Downton Abbey, which is not on the air anymore. Uh, the Durrells in Corfu, which I think is the funniest show on television, even though I don't think it's marketed as a comedy. And then, of course, Victoria, which has become one of my absolute favorites. And that is one of the great things about a performance culture. It brings people that were skeptical of your brand and converts them into people who trust in it, who believe in it, uh, and most importantly, are willing to tell others about it. And I told a lot of people about these shows. You know how it is nowadays. You you can have, like in my case, with DirecTV and then all the other smart TV stuff, a hundred some odd channels to choose from. And I think many Americans spend more time scrolling through options than actually watching shows. For my part, I enjoy rewatching series at different intervals. In fact, I think um, by the summertime, I'll be ready to watch Breaking Bad again uh, and just fast forward through the parts where. Um, Walt's wife is being a nagathon, but anyway, notwithstanding that, my point being that a performance culture trumps a sales culture. When I was speaking professionally out there in the banking marketplace, it is like someone had put one of those little keys into the back of every CEO and wound them up, and he would, you know, walk over to me, clip clop, clip clop, clip clop, after the after my award-winning generation's keynote performance and say something like this. Can you help our credit union, can you help our bank develop a sales culture? And say it just like that. And I would always ask this question, well, what are you selling? Are you selling the brand? Are you selling banking products? Are you selling the experience of coming to the lobby or using the website? What is it that you're selling? And of course, well, you know, we, conversation about that. You know, consultants make things more complicated, and of course, the more the complicated things are, the more uh, the more time you get to bill for. Uh, no, not really. But it was it was something that it felt programmed that people would ask that question. Oh, we want to develop a sales culture. Well, 
most Americans don't enjoy being sold to. Uh, even those of us that are in sales don't like the, the concept of selling. We always we put new words, uh, we're providing solutions, we're a solutions provider, and it would always come down to how much do things cost. Well, the problem with the a sales culture is, A, most, most employees aren't great at it, to be perfectly honest, and the reason is because most people that are hired to be in a sales role cannot do the number one thing that is required that separates good sales professionals from great sales professionals, and that is handling objections. When people say no, um, most most sales professionals go, okay, I'll move on. And, of course, that that's really what the sales culture was meant to, I think, change. And it just I – mean, People, they went to work because they liked banking or they liked working at a credit union, and I was always amazed at how many people would say, the employees, when I would go in to do my um, quote-unquote sales training, even though I was never called that, well, I don't enjoy selling. Well, a lot of people feel that way, but performance is something that I think people will enjoy doing if they're reminded about why that is so important. And so I'm going to talk about that today. Again, the name of the episode masterpiece is the performance that you're putting on each and every day on the phone, online, in person at your brand, a masterpiece. Because if it is, it will leave the audience wanting more. And that is the power of performance. Speaking of someone who's left their audiences wanting more, I want to send a quick shout out to my buddy John Bardalis with the American Boomer. He's been bringing attention to a generation that even I forget to talk about sometimes. So congratulations on your work anniversary last week, John, and very best to you. We'll be right back. This is conference quality information without the TSA shakedown, without the $7 light beer, and without the rubber chicken dinner. This is the power of performance. back. Something interesting about all three of those shows that I mentioned earlier, I did not hear about them by word of mouth, although I told plenty of people about them. Um, I, I found out about them by being in the peripheral audience. I don't really watch television unless the Red Sox or the Steelers are playing. Um, I, I generally am watching something, and my wife is watching something else. And so with Down Abbey, I just found myself kind of, you know, glancing up from the iPad. Oh, what's this? Yeah, don't really care. Okay, now who's that? Uh, is, is she married to that person? Why is she mad at the... And before you knew it, I was hooked on Downton Abbey. Um, same thing with the Durrells in Corfu. Uh, just a great, great show. And of course, Victoria, same thing. I, I don't like to admit this because I'm a very proud American. I think Americans do everything better than everybody else, but for whatever reason, the British simply do television and drama better than here in America. Now, of course, a lot of these are period pieces, and so uh, much of it is about the costumes and the music and the lighting, and it's very beautiful theater to watch on your you know, 50-inch smart TV. But I didn't start being interested in any of those shows. It was so attractive and so 
um, so well done. And it's, I guess that's why they call it masterpiece. It, I was in the peripheral audience and became somebody who, again, um, was converted as a skeptic to anything on PBS and to somebody who trusted every time I saw the masterpiece brand, um, believed in the brand, and most importantly, told other people about it. And that is absolutely true in the business today. You have um, credit unions saying banks are bad. You have banks saying credit unions are bad. You have Burger King trying to convince you that their disgusting spicy chicken sandwich is better than the best spicy chicken sandwich which you can find at Chick-fil-A anywhere in America. Locations all over America. And coming to an airport near you San Antonio. We're going to get that Chick-fil-A at the San Antonio airport. Don't you worry about that. Uh, but people are skeptical. You know, they're, they're, if, if you tell somebody yours is better, your product is better than somebody else's, I think it's natural for people to be skeptical. But a great performance, a great performance draws people in. Uh, there's a very nice park across the street from where I live called Fisher Park. I was there on Sunday. And there was a band playing what we would call a garage band or a gig band. And they were playing a, a genre of music I didn't even know had an audience anymore. Certainly, I didn't think a young audience. It was what we would call heavy metal. And, you know, I went through my heavy metal period in high school for you know, about 15 minutes, long enough to hear the three good Iron Maiden songs that are out there. Oh, walking around making fun of this band because, look, they, I know quite a bit about music and I can tell when... Yeah, just kind of screaming over the microphone. Everybody sounds good on a on a PA. Everybody sounds good. Most people sound good um, in a in an through an amplifier. And, and you guys were fine, you know, nothing great. And then they covered an Iron Maiden song, and I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Well, I was looking at some old Iron Maiden songs this week on on YouTube, remembering what what great songs those were. You can be skeptical and. You end up having respect for the people that dragged the gear down to the pavilion and plugged in the amps and tuned the instruments and, and put on a performance for about, I don't know, 11 people there um, on, the, on the green. And, and yet, to them, it was, the, you know, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And they had a couple kids dancing around. I'm sure that was a lot of fun for them. And who knows? Maybe they were just warming up for a bigger gig uh, later in the week or something like that. But that's what I mean about a performance. You put on a great performance, and it's going to sound and look better than a sales pitch. And even with, even with sales training, it was all about features and benefits. It was about products. It was about stuff, how to sell more stuff. Well, as I always said in my award-winning Generations keynote performance, your style is more important than your stuff. Everybody has stuff, but not everybody has style. Those shows on Masterpiece had a certain style to them. Um, you felt like you were being transported back into the early 20th century or back during the, the reign of Victoria. I'm not exactly sure when the Durrells are. They have cars, so I guess it's probably in the 30s or 40s. So it's just a, a fascinating thing to look at the difference. And if you have not gotten the results you want from your sales training, um, then, then you might want to try something else, a performance 
culture, a culture that embraces the concept of being on stage. And I guess to some extent, I guess that's what Disney does with their training um, when they do it. Um, but we can't all afford to send all of our employees to, to Walt Disney World or the Walt Disney World Academy or whatever it's called. Um, but there are ways that you can make it very, very clear that, you know, if you think about your lobby as a stage, it will change who you hire, who you keep, and it'll change the way you feel about the audience. I continue to be amazed. You know, the, in the credit union marketplace, I had another great conversation um, with Eric Nysham from uh, Omni Commander this week, and I said, it's just nice to have some grown-ups in the room, finally. You know, the, the credit unions, it would just go nuts if you ever called a credit union a bank. And I would tell them, well, a lot of the credit union members refer to their credit union as a bank. And oh, by the way, they're the owners. They can call it whatever they want. Who are you to tell them what they can call their primary financial institution? Well, anyway, um, you can get lost in all that stuff. But what people do remember and what people do enjoy is a great performance, a masterpiece. You know, if you if you embrace a performance, performance culture, then you will be pursuing the perfection that is required to put on that masterpiece level performance, which leaves the audience wanting more. Hey, the tagline of the show, this has been the power performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand, maybe it's a brand that people are skeptical about. Maybe it's a brand that, you know, some Yahoo put on a, a, a few negative remarks online, and so you're scrolling through the places that you're in a town that you haven't been to before. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Well, maybe you have no choice, and you go there, and it's not at all what you read online. Uh, performance culture helps you convert people that were skeptical into people who trust, believe in, and most importantly, share your brand with others. And that's why we call this the power performance, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? My name is Jason Dyes, and until next week, I'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>